Well, welcome back to the Wheelhouse Bunker. Kate Bates joined by Hank Vogels. Uh, now, this episode is out just after Christmas. I hope everybody had a wonderful Christmas. Uh, we had such an epic time in the Wheelhouse Bunker that we had to sh- cut the show uh, in two halves. So what we're going to do today, it's a little bit different, uh, but we've come up with some awards like not your normal boring awards season awards, uh, but something a little bit special. So I've got Hank Vogels in here uh, to share some of his magic too as we tick through the year that's been. Before we sat down in here, we were talking about some of the most ridiculous moments from the season. Ridiculous there have been many. Um, And honestly, by the end of the season, you almost half forget what happened at the beginning of the season. I know, it's... My memory's shocking as well. So much (laughs) happens. Um... I got, I've put together a little list here. Um, some of them are a little bit unusual uh, in true wheelhouse style. Um, and I want to start with what I've called the Epic Fail Award. Uh, so you might have one here, Hank, but my Epic Fail of the Year um, goes to Edward Prades, who mistakenly thought he'd won a stage at the Tour of Hellas. Uh, in his premature celebration, he ended up crashing as he crossed the finish line um, only to realise that he was actually only ever in second place. <laughs> oh, my Lord. So he didn't get the win. He didn't have a lot of skin left. Uh, that was yeah, a bit that, of an epic fail. That is more than an epic fail. <laughs> it's not unusual, though, for people to celebrate. Happens a bit every early. year, oh, twice a year, I think it happens. Yeah. Somebody who doesn't realise that there's a break up the road and well, they do the fist pump. And I mean, the, the, the famous Kathy Watt, she won her Olympic gold medal. And Johnny Longo, who came in in second, thought that she'd won an Olympic gold medal. In fact, it happened at the last Olympics in the road race um, mm. with Kiesenhofer up the road and the Dutch girls thought that yeah. they were sprinting for the win. Well, another thing, I was actually at that Olympics with Cathy. <laughs> <laughs> See, we're I going thought back we were going away from the field. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> sorry. Gonna, um, digra- digressing. <laughs> well, you know what my epic of fail award is? Three letters. UCI. UCI. <laughs> I think that we we have a strong couch peloton who would agree with that. Um, The next one I've got, Hank, is the strangest path to glory, right? And I've given this to, Merksy, you can probably guess which this one is. I've got nothing. Matthew Vanderpool. Oh. (laughs) So, of course, he won the world championship, but not before being held up by a protest that stopped the riders on the road. Uh, now, he had a bad, bit of a bad tummy, Hank. So mm. he went and he knocked on the farmer's As door. As you do when you've taken hundreds of milligrams of caffeine. Caffeine, exactly. <laughs> and he said to the farmer, may I please sit down on your toilet? And that's how we know it was a number two, Hank. Uh, anyway, yeah. he went on. He, he, his tummy felt better. He went on to win. And, and, uh, and crashed. And, and crashed. And in his post-race interview, he thanked the farmer. <laughs> What a legend. He said, thank you to the farmer for letting me sit down on your sit, toilet. Sit down. <laughs> yes. So he knew it wasn't just wheeze. Yes. Uh, okay. Now, speaking of best interviews, mm. I think you've got a best post-race interview for us. Oh, it's it's absolutely 100% Matei Mahoric. I mean, if, if you haven't seen this, you just have to do yourself a favour and watch it. Um, it is the most heartfelt, most emotional post-race cycling interview that you will ever see. And I don't think we'll ever see another one. I mean, he's talking about the loss of his teammate. 
about how completely destroyed he was and the love for the other guy in the break. And you can't put that all together in this this tiny little snippet, maybe two minutes max. And it is just the absolute best. And you, you just can't beat it. I don't think I've ever seen anything like it. I shared it all over socials. I don't, and I don't do that much social media, but I loved it. It brought me to tears. Aww. It absolutely brought me to tears. That's li- powerful. Listening to that. And, you know, if you can do that, like you're special. So someone who can actually get that across, that whole feeling. Everyone just wanted – and now he, I'm his new biggest fan. I wanted to give it. I love it. I loved seeing him go on to win Gravel Worlds. I just felt that he he got a lot of people's hearts this year. Um, Mm. He got a lot more fans. Um, Now, speaking of best fan, if we go back to the Giro, Mm. all the way back to May, and Roglic, the time trial that won him the Giro, and he had his fan club on the climb, all of his mates Mm. from his former days as a ski jumper in Slovenia, all his national teammates, because from the hill you could see across to the hill in Slovenia where they did their ski jumping. This is like stuff of fairy tales. And they literally helped him back on the bike, pushed him up the hill. Oh, it's an amazing photo. It's an absolutely unbelievable photo, Merksy, if you can find it somewhere. Working on it, Hank. But, um, yeah, no, that, um, that... that uh, I don't, yeah, I mean, you you know the story about how his there chain is. came off there on the one by. Awesome photo. Look at that. Absolutely awesome photo. And he's, he's just coming up to the finish, and he's got all of the Slovenian flags. It's remarkable. And the smoke and everything oh. else. And and seriously, I mean, this <laughs> this was the payback from when he lost the Tour de France uh, to um, Pogaccia when he was wearing that absolutely ridiculously huge helmet yes. that looked like Rick Moranis from Spaceballs. He got absolutely <laughs> destroyed when he wore that helmet. He lost the time trial. He lost the Tour de France. He comes back, brings his mates to the Giro. They get the smoke. They get everything. He can see his country. And as much as we love G, to see him come back um, and take the win uh, on that time trial with that photo, just, yeah, with, with his fan club, unbelievable. Oh, well, and And... The- and also the fan club for the French guy uh, in the last race of the year. Hang on. Pino. It'll Pino. Yes. That's right. That was unbelievable too. It was. So that's good. A, a special mention for that one, mm. I think. I, I think. think so too. And look, I like Pino because I'm also a fan of goats. Um, I did goat yoga last week, Hank. I literally had a little goat on my back while I was doing yoga. It's fantastic. And that made a me goat. feel one and the same with Pino. <laughs> I just look at goats and they're cute when they're small, but they're really evil looking <laughs> when they get older. That's true. These were babies. I mean, okay, to, ba- so to baby it goat out. yoga. Baby goat yoga. Okay, that's yeah. pretty cool. It was pretty cool. Um, all right, so I think that we've also wrapped in photo of the year there. Um, you mentioned mm. Garrett Thomas, so I'm going to just come up with another one. Um, the best lead out for a non team member. On oh. stage 21 of the Giro, oh, where right. he led out Mark Cavendish to win the stage. Uh, amazing win. Amazing lead out from Garrett Thomas. I think for a moment he just forgot they weren't on the same team anymore. What a legend. <laughs> like, does, does it not make you love G even more that he loses the Giro? He's coming into Milan, which is an emotional time. He says, 
Right, oh, mate, Gov, get on a wheel. Come on, get on a wheel, let's go. I'm just going to ride the 11 at 65k an hour and then until he's his old teammate. That's unreal. Oh, I mean, and it gets him a wheelhouse award. So I think of all the things he's achieved this year. You can put that on that's... his Wikipedia page, the wheelhouse yeah. award. I mean, I. Can we do that? I think so. I don't know how you to know edit that you them. You can but... add anything to Wikipedia. You can actually change a Wikipedia Merksy, page. can we get on that? Yeah, uh, no, I'll get on that. Yeah. Have a look. <laughs> Still waiting on an address to send the award to him. Yeah, <laughs> oh, we'll figure that out. Um, all right, best new talent for the women. Now, I've gone here, I've chosen this one. I've gone for Gaia Raiolini, the uh, little 40-kilo climber out of Italy. Massive breakthrough this year. Um, she was third on the GC at the Women's Giro, uh, third at Flesh Wallon, young, just so talented and a really great attitude. Um, mm. She was riding for Trek Segafredo um, before they became Lidl Trek. And the whole team just absolutely got behind this young rider because mm. she has the physical talent, but she's not quite there strategically and maturity-wise. Mm. And watching how, you know, Aussie Amanda Spratt um, was one of them, Loretta Hansen as well, who just supported her and mm. made her feel like she could um, really challenge the big names to me that was she gets my tick of That's approval yeah. i can't even imagine being 40 kilos oh, i think That's i was like 40 my leg. yeah i think i was right 40 kilo. 40 well kilos. i mean we're both flatlanders larger. you know larger human um we're the more tree trunk thighed kind of athletes <laughs> good downhill uh, riders <laughs> yes. that's all i'm good at now is going downhill yeah because uphill. it just naturally happens Never was. um what about for the men who's who's our best talent for the men uh are we like a, a worldwide, national? Yeah, worldwide. Uh, Let's cast the wide, the the net wide. I mean, people were talking about um, Sian Alterbrooks, but you know, he's had a. I don't know if, if well, people's opinion have changed over the last couple of weeks with there, that drama. There's, there's a new. I'm throwing this. Well, this is coming out from left field, but I'm throwing. There's a new kid in Australia by the name of Jackson Medway. Ooh. So I'm. He's. Uh, I, I like think. I think. I'm throwing it out there, and I don't want to do the Frank Vanderbrook kiss of death or anything on him. But no I've seen his no numbers. CPR he's, on unfortunately, him, no. he signed for Bridge Lane, who a good team. He didn't sign for us. <laughs> but um, Hello, Pat. I, I think. Uh, I think he's going to be. He's going to be one to watch for 2024, 25. Still very young, but he's got his numbers are up there with like Ganners. Wow. Yeah. Where and he's he from, from he's from Brisbane. Of course he is. He's from Brizzy. He's a uh, super talent. Uh, and I just want you to keep your eyes on him for next year. Oh, he's wow. not with us next year, which sucks, but anyway, he's lost. <laughs> well done, uh, Bridge Lane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well done to Bridge Lane, yeah, absolutely. And Paddy Shaw down uh, there, he's doing a great job with the women's team but, there um, too. <laughs> yeah, so he's one to watch for next year. Okay, he's, all right. a, he's a gun. Um best ride from an Aussie international men. Jai Henley. Tour de France, yellow jersey. I was there that day. I was on the side of the road, 8K to go. I was, we were watching it on our phones, on television. You know, could not believe, you know, I'm from West, I'm West Australian, another West Australian. So uh, for him to to uh, do that ride was absolutely unbelievable. I think we're going to see a lot more of him doing that, uh, especially with the team he's on. I think they're going really, they're going places, Bora are unbelievable they're just getting stronger and um yeah so that ride for him for me was the was the good one well we're trying to get uh, both he and ben o'connor we call him glutesy 
you know, mm. the glute injury makes sense, right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we're trying to get them trophies um, over, I mean, not trophies, Statu- statues is what I'm looking for. Statues over in Perth, you know, so the people I'll make, can... I'll call Basil. Yeah, yeah. I've, I, I mean, I did text Baz and, and asked him and he didn't say no, is what say I'll say. No. He didn't say yes, but he didn't say no. I'll take that as a probably. Um, for, for the women, I've gone with Grace Brown because getting second at the World Championships in the time trial uh, was just a massive realisation of this huge talent we mm. knew that she had. Uh, and I think it just puts her in perfect condition leading into both the Classics next year and then the Olympics because she's got her Olympic spot. You mm. know, now she can be comfortable. Now she can yep. actually ride the season that she wants to. Um, mm. And so I'm. that's my vote. That's a good one. Do you reckon she can win Roubaix one day? I reckon she could, yeah. I would love yeah. to see that. I think that... She would need, if anything, it's possibly just about confidence mm. because she's later to the sport. But she, her path to the mm. world tour, she's got an incredible engine. She's got a great position. Mm. She naturally she actually looks... sits quite back on the bike like you do on the cobbles, mm. really settled um, she, and I, strong. She's got to be the. She's got to be someone that can do that. I mean, if she's got mm. some good people around her, and she's she, she likes riding cobbles. Then she gets some great advice. So we, we could be we could be looking at the next Aussie to win Oh, Rubeau. I like that. Don't I you mean, love that? I think if you like riding time trials, they are disgusting. Uh, <laughs> so if you like riding a time trial, how can like you not that. like riding Rubeau? It's different though because it is fully technical. And I know, it's, but it's violent. They both require quite a lot of like self-loathing, mm. <laughs> punishment almost. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Yep, that's our sport pretty much summed up in one word. It really is, isn't it? Uh, all right, poor timing award. Now, I've given this one uh, to Demi Vollering and her team, SD Works, who decided at the uh, Women's Welter to stop for a pee 30 kilometres into the race. I don't know why she didn't just go at the beginning, to be honest, 30k in, that seems a bit short. And uh, Movi star, Annemiek van Vloten, attacked right at that moment and it wasn't just volering in the leader's jersey it was the entire team pretty much um that were really? out the back uh after a, a pee break i mean they did barely had time to pull their necks back up hank what do we well, think about that well I, i'm a little confused because i uh, haven't had a huge amount of, to do with women's cycling so what's the rules there because are no the rules. ladies have to Take off stuff to do what yeah. they need to do. Men don't. They can do it while they're moving. They can actually keep pedaling while they're doing. So where are there rules? We've seen that a lot on the Tour de France coverage. Yeah. Are there rules? There but are no rules. I mean, there's a bit of etiquette. Like I would say normally, I mean, in my day it was Ina Teutenberg. Mm. Uh, Ina was kind of the boss of the peloton. Yeah, like Chippo. And yeah, ideas. and yeah. she would say pee break. And Everyone stop. Yeah. Pee break. Uh, but there are no real, there's no formal etiquette, Merksy. Well, hang on. It was kilometre 30, not okay. 130. Well, yeah, here a long you go, way though. To go. A long way to go. Was it windy? It was. Oh, well, she shouldn't have been doing that. I think it was, you know, and, and, and in fact, Ina Teutenberg, who is now the team director um, over at Trek, they asked her and she was like, stupid time to stop. Well, there you go. I like it. Bring so, it. You know, like, I don't. Poor timing. Just, I know it sounds gross, but you maybe just have to keep doing 
doing yes. it while you're riding or something <laughs> else. And yeah, yeah, look, it is a, it is a little bit more challenging for the women. And I, yeah. I'll add that when people ask, oh, what motivates you, Kate? That's probably the second question. How do you pee when you're riding? You don't, folks. You stop. You stop. Yes. Yeah, see, the rules are different with the blokes, I'm, I'm sure. Yeah. It's, it's got to be different. It's, I mean, there are there have been stories of women who have gone on the bike, but that has not ended well. I'll tell no, you that much. No, I'm sure. <laughs> Best, I'm sure. We're, we're going to go like to the opposite end of the spectrum. Best victory celebration. Best victory celebration. Mine is Alison Jackson oh, at the course. Women's Paris-Roubaix. We're very cobbled themed, aren't we? How unusual having you it, in here. Okay. Uh, with her little dance. She gets off after winning... You'd think she didn't wouldn't have a lot left. Like we saw, you know, Matthew Heyman. He was on the floor. Like his legs didn't work anymore. Not Ali Jackson. She like knocked out a TikTok dance. Oh, she's the she's a TikToker though, isn't she? She's a TikToker. She yes. likes the TikTok. Yep. And that was a huge thing for her. But that's got to be her personality, right? That's her whole personality is like doing some crazy shit. Yeah. She loves it. She li- she likes doing the crazy stuff. I liked it. I, yeah. I mean, I'd, I'd like to see more I of agree. it. I agree. I reckon it's the best victory celebration. I mean, it's kind of cool when you see someone get off and they put their bike on, you know, and they throw it in the air above the hair, but it's kind of been done before, so she's trailblazing. Okay. Yeah, you've so. got to, I mean, at this point in the sport, it's evolved enough. You've got to be creative. I mean, what did you do when you won races? What was uh, your standard go-to? I just did the standard salute, but one time, I don't know if you watch AFL, I did... Uh, you know, have you seen the boundary umpires when they get a goal? The goal, sorry, the goal umpire, and he he does the with the flags. Oh, the swooshy arms, like that. across the body, well, and then the well, yeah. Well, once I did, I did one it's of those. Like, it's like a locomotive yeah. wheel or something. Yeah, yeah. So like six points. I did one of those, but that right. was just in a crit and boulder. I thought that was a pretty point cool. Point up. Yeah, so. <laughs> it must have been comfortable enough that you had the time to. Yes. Get it done. No, no, no. You can only really do that when you're solo. Yeah. When you're solo, you, that's the best the best way to win. Oh, for I didn't sure. win solo very often. Every now and again, I did. But uh, all right, best supporting actor played by an animal. <laughs> the Tour de France. We always see a lot of animals at the tour, don't we? A lot of dogs. Horses. 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 And what does Matt Keenan say? Birds. You don't take. A dog to a bike race it would be like taking a shark to a swimming pool or something like that. I can't. I don't know, but I remember one, but yeah. Demi Vollering and Kino. He'll probably correct me. Kino, Demi's help me. Back in, uh, Demi's, Demi's back. back. She's having a strong showing in the Wheelhouse Awards. Mm. Uh, it's Strata Bianchi when she was going uh, solo toward the end. Yes. She didn't finish solo. She didn't win it. Uh, well, there was a bit of contention over that, but mm. there was a. Beautiful horse in the background, trotting alongside, trying to keep up. In, on, <laughs> on, did the horse? Go, I didn't haven't seen. It was this, behind her. Me. It was very respectful. So it stayed behind. It stayed behind. That happened in a race when I was racing in oh. the cro- in the Criterium to International in 1997. A horse went in the bunch. Oh, that's another thing you can find mercy i mean i don't know how good your googling skills are quickly but i'll get on it mate uh, <laughs> uh, but uh um an actual horse jumped into our bunch while we were racing that race at 50k an hour and no helmets too back then so, so that doesn't win best supporting actor that that's like a bad performance from the horse it, Did, it's bad uh, can i tell you another please quick, quick story about please. animals oh if there's an animal yes yeah okay so <laughs> do you remember there was a kiwi rider you might remember glenn mitchell yes i remember glenn mitchell so we'll race that but 
they're in the Tour of New Zealand, Southland, Wellington, can't remember one. This, anyway, small detail which race it was in. It was in New Zealand. So they were cut in a break. There was eight of them in the break. And so there was a hill, obviously, and the road was coming around the hill. Anyway, the helicopter spooked the sheep. <gasps> so they're coming up this climb, obviously not going too fast. But anyway, the helicopter scooped the sheep, like scared the sheep. Sheep went over, and one of the sheep landed on his back. <laughs> Can you imagine oh, a sheep? Right. What's that? It's just a sheep. Wow, <laughs> that I mean, back. I enjoyed goat yoga and having the little goat on my back, but having a sheep land no on your back. Sheep were hurt in the making of oh. that story. Okay, <laughs> and no that riders were hurt. But at the, the helicopter just spooked the sheep, went down the hill, straight through the gate or whatever it was that was keeping it in and straight off the oh. edge. And, you know, you the steep incline, the sheep went off and Plopped landed onto on his, his back. back. So. You, you have to feel for the sheep. He must have been sheeping himself. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, wow. Sorry. Oh, I can't help it. <laughs> Moving on. Okay, that's a good segue. Uh, best domestic ride... From the women. Now, I'm going to hand the domestic over to you, Hank, because you are all over it. You've been at a lot of the domestic races this year as a DS in the car. Um, so what have you seen that has been very impressive? Um, I mean, I'm, I'm one-eyed with my team, but I must admit that the, um, the Tour of Tasmania this year, uh, Mackenzie Coupland, was unbelievable. Like, she is on her way to the stratosphere, that young lady. Um, she rode everyone out the wheel, like Powatina. She's just the strongest. She doesn't need a team. And that's no disrespect to her team either, I might admit. She just, she's going to be next level, uh, yeah. Mackenzie. And she's one of, I think, three or four girls. Um, but she has been unbelievable. And I, I was very lucky to be DS of the ladies team down in Tour of Tasmania and the Tour of Sunshine Coast this year and um, to see her right away. Um, from very, very, very strong girls in Bridge Lane and our girls, um, which are quite young, um, was amazing. And she's very young herself. She's, she's just, she still won a the, junior. Yeah, she's yeah. just, she won the under 23, the overall, she made them look silly. So, amazing. Was, yeah, she's, she looked, that's a one, another one to look for in the future. Bright times ahead with her. Yes, and Peloton. she is riding next year with the Live um, Alula Development team they've mm -hmm. put a squad together so that'll be great for her because you were talking about pathways before and how important they are um best domestic ride from the fellas oh mm. i'm going to be one-eyed on this one i'm going to go with declan trezise at the tour of sunny coast uh, and the only reason i say that is because the whole bridge lane team was chasing him with the help of the absolutely incredibly strong joe cooper there was about 10 of them riding full gas for about 35 minutes and they held him, held him off, uh, and Declan to win. Um, so that was that was unbelievable. Um, so um, yeah, that that for me. But see, what I like about that also is that it was a crit. It was a night crit under lights. It was exciting. There was a lot of people there, and you know that's half the problem with the NRS. We need more races like that. We need you know. Uh, at cafe a la carte places where people go to watch, you know, to watch bike races. We don't want to have them out in the middle of farm fields where there's two witches hats and a, 
and a checkered flag and and no one there you want to bring cycling to the people and so that was an amazing night for me and our team and oh, i'm just going to pick that one because uh, i think that's what cycling is about well i like it i mean and i will say that you are fairly um bipartisan here because mm. You also had uh, Sophie Edwards win at Melbourne to Warrnambool for the women, but you still chose a, another rider from another team. So mm. for, for your woman, best ride uh, for the women domestic. Now we're coming up to our, our big gongs here. We're going a bit traditional now. Like we started with Epic Fail and, you know, Matthew Vanderpoo. And uh, so we're going to wrap up in a little bit more tradition because, you know, the, the couch peloton, they need a little bit of serious business sometimes, Hank. Uh, I'm going to take the best ride for the women. Mm. I'm going to begrudgingly hand over best ride of the men to you because I think we'd, we would have different ones. For the women, I'm going, and this is her third appearance, Demi Vollering. Again. I know. I mean, the first one, though, was like bad timing yeah. and about weeing. The second one... Uh, was about a horse. So I think she deserves her own one here uh, as the best rider in the world tour. Up the Tourmalet, through the fog to win the Tour de France. Uh, Fam, she came in on that day. She was sitting in seventh place and it was just remarkable. Goosebump moments. I get goosebumps even talking about it because to me, that was the image that I've been waiting to see in women's cycling. For a long time. My whole life. Mm. I've never, I've seen that in the men. I've never seen that in the women. And that was just absolutely remarkable. Of all the things she achieved this year, I think that was a massive uh, ride for her and also have you, um, for have the you sport. Have you been up the Tourmalet? I have been up the Tourmalet. Not on my it's bike. I've horrific. been up in a car. It's horrific. Mm. It is the most horrible climb that you can ever do. <laughs> I've done it as a rider, as a cyclo-tourist. I work with Velo Tours who, every year and um, I've, I hate that climb. So for her to win where she came in from was obviously unbelievable and... It is the most epic mountain. So I love, I love how you've picked that because it really is in folklore in our sport. It is. And it we need really to keep is. those moments, don't so we? So she's now started something. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. and, and we and myself were part of the, the Cathy Watts Tour de France and this Heppel and back in the day when there was a 14-day Tour de France running concurrently with the men, which we should have now, I believe. Um, so for her to do that is just the start of something special and that will be folklore in women's cycling forever. It will be. Beautifully said. Uh, all right. Da -da 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 -da, drum roll. This is the final of our wheelhouse. Uh, slightly wonky awards. Uh, best ride around the world, international for the men. Okay. Well, I know this sounds like we're copying each other <laughs> because we have had um, Vanderpool already on this segment for some yes yes van der Poo. <laughs> but uh mathieu van der Poel, as you would say it in dutch van der Poel. they really like the dutch mm -hmm. how they say van mm -hmm. der Poel. um who i obviously rode with his old man he's an absolute legend and to win after crashing away on a wet course after 276 kilometers um i can just hear the the dutch commentators almost in tears calling that race because Henny Kuiper did it in Roubaix where he punched 10k to go and got a wheel and still won Roubaix in the world championship jersey for Van der Poel who's his dad was a legend and won classics for him to attack the world's best riders in Pogacar, uh, Betiel uh, and Wout van Aert and ride Wout van Aert out the wheel 
to then crash in the wet and still have enough time to fix your bower up, get back on and um, win solo, for me, that was the best ride. So that, that, that's folklore in, in world cycling now that you can crash solo in the wet in the worlds after five and a half hours of the hardest course um, for a long, long time. So for me, dun, 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 he wins. <laughs> he definitely wins that one on that day. Oh, I like that. Uh, Merksy, I want to go to you here because I know that you have a few iconic moments, but um, I'm going to give you a um, most iconic send-off award because uh, I can preempt, I think, what your choice might be for this one. You're talking about the cigar on the Champs Elysees, aren't you? I am. Yes, yes, yes. Peter Sagan, big fat cigar. His last <laughs> Tour de France. It's perfect. It's the perfect way to go. We've so had some Sagan. Yeah, we've had some big retirements this year. So oh, massive retirements. That's a way to do it, isn't it? With a big cigar in your mouth. Yeah, I remember when that kid rocked up. I was at DS for V Australia. He won four stages of Tour of California by 15 lengths each. And we're like, who the hell is this skinny little kid with this little green jersey on from Cannondale? He's riding with Basso. And can't believe he's gone. He's just been a mainstay of cycling for so long. What a legend he yeah. is and was and still is. Yep. He'll be, he'll be missed certainly in the bunker. Uh, he'll be mixed. Um, Hank, thank you for joining us for our Christmas special. Thank ho, you for ho, having ho. me. Thank you for having me. Hopefully I can do more of these. Yeah, I think we you'll... We do waffle uh, on quite well. <laughs> I just love how Hank does his own sound effects. I don't have to add them. Oh, no, I know. It's perfect. I mean, he does give you a bit of a hard time, though, in the uh, old graphics department. Merksy, yeah, look that one up. pushes me hard, eh? <laughs> he does. He's calling out from the team car. Oh, I know. Yeah. Uh, to our wonderful listeners and community, Merry Christmas to the Couch Peloton. Uh, it's been so wonderful to have everybody on board this year. Uh, Bike Bug, thank you very much. Um, special shout out to Ali and Chris Reynolds at Grow Getters Group. If you do want some wheelhouse kit, uh, you can jump online. We'll put the link up on uh, the show notes or, or in our social media. Um, you know, it's not too late to buy somebody some Christmas kit. Or birthday kit or something like it's that. It's never too late. It's to never kit. too late. Um, Joel, we miss you. And uh, we've got Darth Vader here's missing you too. We've got a, a few Christmas ornaments for you. And uh, don't forget your socks. Uh, Merksy, you make the magic happen. Thank you very much. And Thank Merry you. Christmas. And uh, Hank, Merry Christmas. Thank you. Merry Christmas to you whole yes. uh, crew. The whole mob. Okay. They're, they're all in the, uh, in the studio here. I'm surprised they um, haven't come in and like completely... They've done Made well. Made our segment better. <laughs> they've, done out, they've done well. Now, we're going to have you back in the new year because it is a very big new year. You guys have nationals. Yep. And then... Cadells. Cadells. Then uh, we have uh, Warrnambool. Warrnambool. And then we're off. Very big start to the year before you head to Europe. Yes. All right. Yes. Well, we'll be keeping up uh, with that. So, share, like, subscribe, follow all that jazz and Merry Christmas to everybody. And uh, we'll see you next year. Ho, ho, ho. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs>